The new NFL season is just around the corner, and for the global betting industry, it provides a chance to introduce new content and promotional campaigns, all designed to capture the imagination of fans and bettors. We recently caught up with John Crowley, trading manager for OpenBet Sportcast, which powers same-game parlays for some of North America's biggest sportsbooks, to find out how the company is preparing for another busy campaign. Great to have you on iGaming FM and you join us just ahead of the start of the NFL season 2023 campaign. Obviously, OpenBet and OpenBet Sportcast are big players from a technical and content perspective in the industry. Just want to get your thoughts on how the company's preparing for such a major sporting event. I guess for us as a B2B provider, big competitions like the NFL are really cornerstones for the companies we provide content for. So like kind of ensuring for opening day of the NFL season that everything runs smooth is almost as important as ensuring it runs smooth for a Super Bowl. All our operators are going to be running kind of big promos for the start of the NFL season, especially the US-based ones. So kind of ensuring, I guess, from a platform point of view that there's no issues. And also, I guess, from a pricing point of view, even more importantly, that there's zero issues. You want to be competitive on price. You don't want to be kind of one of these copy and paste merchants, I guess we call them in the industry, where um, they're just kind of looking at odds checker and just taking kind of a mid to low range price and just putting that up as their own odds. So it's kind of good to be able to stand out maybe and have sort of unique pricing, I guess, go best odds on some of the players that you think are way overpriced, that kind of stuff. You mentioned sort of the competitiveness and particularly as a new season starts, it's an opportunity to bring in new content ideas. So what have you guys been preparing in the months, in the off season and what sort of new content are you exploring? There's been kind of a lot of collaboration internally, I guess, from the trading team on my side, along with like modeling and kind of quants. And I guess we've got a trading solutions team, which lies somewhere in the middle. We've been developing some new markets there. So we've got combined player rushing plus passing touchdowns. So I guess kind of some of the more popular fancy players like Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, etc. Kind of the marquee quarterbacks. They tend to run for a lot of touchdowns as well as throw for them. So that's kind of a market type to support. It might only be 10 players in the league, but they could be 10 of the 20 most popular when it comes to betting. So that's kind of a new market we've added on the other side of the ball then defensively we've added player interceptions so yeah there's kind of there's a lot of like gun popular defensive players Trayvon Diggs for the Bills Sauce Gardner at the Jets etc it's good to give punters the option that they don't have to always bet on positive events they can get slightly negative I guess so it was good to get some exposure for them players kind of on top of that really We've highlighted that player markets are where all the action is. Like for NFL SGPs, it was over 70% of the selections last year was across player markets. So that's either touchdowns, stats markets, which would be rushing, receiving, receptions, kind of rushing attempts, all that kind of stuff. That's basically where all the engagement lies. So we kind of had to hammer as much of them new markets as we can. Player sacks is another one we have. That's kind of defensive market. Player markets is where all the action is going to be. What we found, I guess, is that with fantasy football for the NFL it's a much better product I guess than the Premier League version for the kind of UK audience you do it via draft so kind of everyone knows the players and it's different to soccer where basically everyone has the same 12 players in their squads or whatever it is in NFL each player can only get selected once so it goes a lot further down the depth chart so people are going to know who the second string running back is for the Atlanta Falcons whereas they're not going to know who Burnley's third choice striker is I guess if you put it in like English terms so I guess with that people know the players you're getting an average of about seven touchdowns a game scored so there's a lot more scoring events so like it does lend itself to like the player props just being where all the action is obviously open bets acquired sportcasts must be a couple of years now and that's sort of firmly positioned within the proposition 
And within that, same-game parlays is a massive driver of engagement, particularly in the US, where it sort of dominates sort of the player engagement. Presumably, that's going to be the main sort of driver for engagement ahead of the new season. Do you expect anything less at all? I guess one thing that's worth highlighting with same-game parlay is that it tends to work best on your standalone events. In NFL terms, say on a Sunday afternoon, you've got the red zone games. There'll be like nine games running concurrently. SGP will be a factor in them, but it won't be as big. Whereas you get your standalone Thursday night football, Sunday night football and Monday night football games. The three of them, it's going to be a way higher proportion of the bets. Obviously, that continues into the playoffs. I think on the Super Bowl last year, anecdotally, some clients said over 50% of their bets were actually SGPs. So that kind of highlights just how important the space it is. That number is obviously a much smaller percentage, I guess, when you get to like regular season games it does highlight the kind of the need to have it similar on other sports with like a champions league final world cup final that kind of event just such a big build-up and kind of people want to bet multiple events within it so sgb is almost the perfect product when it comes to them kind of major games we definitely anticipate it continuing it's probably no secret that sgp is going to be higher margin than singles so from an operator point of view they probably want a higher proportion of their bets on sgp it's going to improve their margin you'll see that a lot of promotions are going to be geared towards sgp as opposed to singles markets because the way the industry has gone is that if you're boosting a price on Mahomes passing yards, for example, people are just going to smash it and just arb on the other side. So they're just like, they're not even getting the value. Whereas at least for SGP, there's more ways for a bet to lose. So not all your promotions are going to get, get you cleaned out necessarily. It's also, it just captures the imagination of so many, not just existing betters, but if you're like, sports fans as well, to sort of understand as well about what that entertainment value can be. Yeah, exactly. And like, I guess if you feel that you can get a good read on how a game script's going to play out. So for example, the Bills are playing the Chiefs and you think that whatever, it's just going to be a shootout. You can kind of bet Josh Allen passing yards over, Mahomes passing yards over, Kelsey receiving over, etc. It does let you kind of double down on how you see a game playing out. Converse you're going to have some SGPs where you've got six legs and you get all six wrong but at least that's only one losing bet then typically you'll see people are picking the selections that are like kind of quite short priced or odds on if you do like a whatever four five six leg parlay you're probably going to have two or three winning legs nearly always so it's always a good value bet that you're going to have something to be sweating out as the game goes on you'll see a lot of people are probably hedging out via singles in play as well so it probably drives even extra volume there for certain sites in that way and just looking at player props any sort of noteworthy players to look out for in certain markets as well I guess American football very much different to other sports in that it's very attritional so like I think there's some stats anecdotal that the average career span is like not much more than three years so you tend to get quite a high turnover of players year to year especially like the rookies coming in can kind of slot in pretty much straight away to big roles this year you've got Bijan Robinson who went eight in the draft I think he's going to be the starting running back for the Atlanta Falcons so he's liable to kind of be straight away one of the most popular players in the league you've got Anthony Richardson the quarterback who's going starting for the Colts he's a rookie also I think Bryce Young is also set to start as a quarterback this year at rookie then you obviously you have like the existing players that everyone knows you're Patrick Mahomes Josh Allen Jalen Hurts etc all the popular quarterbacks on the receiver front Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase are probably the two most popular bet wise week to week Cooper Cup is back as well after his like for want of a better term insane season two years ago he missed most of last year injured so it'll be interesting to see if he can kind of return to previous levels there where he he was averaging over 100 yards a game at one point. I think he's the only player I've ever seen who is over-underlined has been over 100 game to game. Then obviously your tight ends, Travis Kelsey is the GOAT there still at the Kansas City Chiefs. One of the traders are right here has kind of highlighted that he fancies Dalton Kincaid as an outside rookie bet for the year. He's going to be starting tight end for the Bills. I think he's roughly 41 offensive rookie of the year, so there might be a bit of value there for anyone who wants to play on that. He's just basically another monster tight end that's coming out. That seems to be the new norm. Hopefully he can kind of fulfill his potential. You always see the kind of the players to watch out for in 
SGP are going to be like the kind of guys who score a lot, which obviously makes sense. So they're going to be the most popular fantasy players. So got like basically all the, the top end running backs, your Austin Eckers, etc. I guess regionally in America too, it's kind of interesting as new areas get legalized. So obviously you got Massachusetts has been legalized since last season. So it'll be interesting to see like the Patriots now this year will bets increase on their games. So they've obviously acquired like Ezekiel Elliott from Cowboys. He's going to be a running back for them and probably get the majority of their goal line carries. So I anticipate him being pretty popular. It might demote Ramondre Stevenson's role, who was their starting running back last season. That could be interesting. Running backs have really been the team of the offseason this year. Kind of position that lends itself to getting injured quite easily. So in case we weren't aware of this, their market value has significantly dropped. So a lot of them who are anticipating getting contracts in the 15 to 20 million a year region are getting maybe like half of that now. They've had kind of some committee meetings that'll be interesting to see. Is there some kind of I guess protests on their part there was talk of that but I don't think it will happen kind of another player I guess for, as a result of that is Jonathan Taylor at the Indianapolis Colts he's kind of basically fell out with management there he was the rushing leader in the league the year before last played like 10 games last season that'll be interesting to see how that one plays out and then I guess on the other side of the ball the players to watch for defensively so like the two markets we do are interceptions and sacks so I kind of touched on the interceptions guys are probably like your Trayvon Diggs Sauce Gardner etc the sacks is definitely the most popular defensive market so you've got Bosa for the 49ers Mika Parsons for the Cowboys TJ Watt as well I guess for the Steelers that's always a good market to kind of cheer on during a game because you pretty much get a sack at any point once your team have the ball they're the player stroke markets we've kind of highlighted that we to look out for but the NFL is great is that I guess more so than any other sport there's liable to be some player we have never heard of that could be one of the most popular players in the league within three or four weeks injuries do lend it to that like that there'll be a third string running back at some team that no one's heard of who all of a sudden is like an absolute gun player plenty of tips in there and I'm sure that our listeners will be rewinding backwards and pausing and, and noting down or, or the potential outcomes on those. Looking at the open bets offering, and as I mentioned before, there's been a lot of bolt-on acquisitions in the past, and whether it's from trading or content. But in particular, in recent times, the, the offerings evolved to, to become this sort of singular trading system and, and to support operators. How has that evolved, and what sort of the main benefits for operators in today's marketplace? In terms of how our offering has evolved, we've kind of really taken like a data-driven approach. So we've seen from past analysis that like the engagement is on the player markets. I guess a lot of what people do is like kind of does these famous quotes, whatever, that some people try to copy others, others try to kind of be different and create kind of new niches and new angles. We've kind of always leaned like towards you know, having more players, kind of more depth of markets, adding new stuff in the areas that are engaging. So like to go to a different sport, maybe on soccer, for example, we've added like kind of stats markets in recent times and that's basically fully data-driven. We're basically offering like stats for like player shots and target assists, that kind of stuff. So I think the goal is to add as much of that as we can for the NFL. So like we do quarterback stats, for example, we've got kind of attempts, completions, interceptions, throw passing TDs I think we've got like eight quarterback markets in total that's how we're looking to evolve and kind of you know make our product I guess stand out for want of a better term that's interesting John and obviously OpenBet's one of the biggest betting providers in the industry alongside Sportcasts and certainly got some expertise in delivering whether it's same game parlays or trailing support to some of the biggest brands in the industry how do you look to sort of maintain that service and making sure come next season that it's the same world class support that they expect the main thing you do is to stay ahead so kind of in terms of like the upcoming NFL season our work on that probably start January before last season even finished so we were highlighting areas and of what can we do to make our product better how can we expand our offering what can we do to basically make this a better experience for clients so that's multiple things just is it making settlement faster is it offering more games and like say if, if you go down to like the lower tiers of college football that's kind of what i guess what we're doing to stay ahead and kind of just keep our partners happy and engaged i believe we're providing like a top class service to all of our clients as a result you're obviously huge knowledgeable 
all about American football, NFL, that you would expect from a trader. But how did you get into the sport, particularly for someone who's sort of UK-based? When I started working in the industry, my last role, one of our big sports was the American football. So we did a fantasy league internally at the company, and that's kind of how I got introduced to it. And I think anyone who's played fantasy NFL will tell you how engaging it is. It's like just a brilliant free product that's out there. Like I encourage anyone who wants to get into the sport. It's probably a good way to kind of learn players, learn how the scoring works, etc. That'd be kind of where the interest peaks from. Big 49ers fan. That's kind of uh, the first place I visited in America years and years ago now. By default, I've been supporting them. Not too successful recently, but on the cusp of a decent team they actually were looking like making the Super Bowl last year until their quarterback pretty much tore his elbow which wasn't pretty and that'll be kind of where the interest comes from I guess and your hopes for this season for the 49ers I give them a chance they've got an awesome offense Hardy is now the Mr. Insignificant he went last in the draft last year for anyone who wouldn't have known what that means so he was like at the bottom of the seventh round and so hopefully he can kind of lead the team getting a start from just a chance from the start of the season they've obviously got Christian McCaffrey who's one of the best known running backs and he's pretty much a receiver as well you've got Debo Samuel, who's a bit of an alien of a player, a wide receiver, but he can fill in at running back. Probably with his injury profile, he'll be mostly receiving this season. Then you've got like George Kittle, who's a tight end, one of the more popular players in the league, just elite blocker and a really good receiver. Brandon Ayuk has kind of the speed to stretch the field. Defensively, they had like a really good defense last year. There's kind of some contract stuff that might be scuppering it this year, but I think at 10 to 1, I'd be happy to take a flyer on them. On the other side, one team I guess I fancied to maybe flop, for want a better term, is probably the Jets. I think they're like 14, 16 to 1. They're around about 5th or 6th favourites. I don't think I'd be getting stuck into that. You've got Aaron Rodgers turns 40 at the start of December. He's prone to tantrums, as we've seen in recent years. So yeah, him moving to a new city, new team, just does seem like it has bust potential. I know they acquired Dalvin Cook, but his injury profile the last few years is pretty poor as well they'd be one team I'd be going against I know some of the people internally here are Jets fans they might like to hear that you said that deliberately just to wind them up right probably to a degree to be honest anyone who's not following the Jets probably wants to see Aaron Rodgers fail there he's, he's just one of them characters that kind of rubs people off the wrong way at times <laughs> <laughs> 